Blog Talk Radio. Radio show on blogtalkradio.com, starring me, Laura Stinchfield, the pet psychic. So I, my co-host, is not here today. She's traveling. So um, we're going to be missing her today, but we have Deanna and Kendra on the phone lines, and you can call in to the show at 917 917- Eight eight nine two six nine three. Again, that's nine one seven eight eight nine two six nine three. And I am going to open up that chat room. So you guys can be talking in the chat room as well. Unfortunately, I won't be able to man the show in the chat room just because it's too much for me to do. But um, you guys all feel free to be in there and um, talk amongst yourselves. And um, you can log on to thepetpsychic.com for all other things animal communication and to watch videos and to get tips. Um, And for all of you who are wondering what a pet psychic does is I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. So you can call in with animals that are deceased as well. And I dedicate this show to teaching you all how to communicate with your animals better, as well as teaching the animals how to communicate with you better. So this is a show for both you, the humans, and your animals. Um, I have something exciting going on this weekend. A client of mine wrote a book called Going to the Dogs. You can get it on Amazon. And she is doing a book signing this weekend. And a lot of her book is about um, me talking to her pets. So it's really interesting. You can see sort of like how she goes through her animals as they're alive, and then some of them get sick, and then they die, and then we talk to them in the afterlife, and all the things that she learns along the way from her pets. And there's um, she's got dogs and cats and horses, and it's a really interesting book. And so we're going to be doing two book signings this weekend. Um, The first one is on Saturday at the Santa Barbara Botanic Gardens, and the event is from 10 to 4. Um, But I will be there signing books from 12.30 to 2.30. And Louise is going to be doing a reading of the book, Going to the Dogs, at 1. So uh, you can bring your dogs. They can walk around the Botanic Gardens. If you bring your dogs, you get them free. And there's going to be lots of other fun things going on there, too. So um, think about coming out and seeing us there. Then on Sunday, we're going to be in Ojai from 10 to 12 about from, at Rainbow Bridge Warehouse. And uh, we're going to be signing books there, too. And she'll probably do a reading as well. So um, it's going to be great fun. So let's get talking to the animals. And uh, thank you, Deanna and Kendra, for being on the phone, taking the callers. And we are going to first take Jasmine. So, Jasmine, you are now on the air. Hi, 
I think you are. Am I? Am I I'm, Hi, Jasmine. I'm calling. Hi, I'm calling because I have my dog Roxy, and uh, I've had her for about six years now. And I would, when I got her, I was living with my ex-boyfriend, and since then we've been. She'll go stay with him for a bit, and then she'll come stay with me. And she's been with me for a couple of months, and I just want to know if she's comfortable with the living situation, or does she miss her sister Ayn, which is his dog, and would she like to go back and have me do joint custody with him? Oh, okay. So that's like a big deal. So you're thinking like maybe you would do joint custody with him, and would you do that with the other dog as well? Um. Yeah. Um, Usually he doesn't like me to bring the other dog and have her stay with me. He's very possessive of his dog, but mm. I'm very um I've always been very open to having my dog Roxy go stay with with him and, you know, his family. Okay, let's talk to Ro- uh Roxy. And so for all of you, Roxy's picture is posted on our Facebook page. And uh, if you're calling in and you want to post a picture of your dog, you can go go and do so by going to facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And uh, it's kind of neat for me to see the pictures of the dogs when I'm talking to them or the cats or the animals. And um, it's kind of fun for the listeners to be able to look at the animals we're talking to, too. It's not necessary, but I enjoy it that way. And she's cute. She's like a little, uh, what is she, like a little terrier mix? Yeah, she's a Westie Poo, West Highland Terrier mix of Poodle. Oh, cool. She's cute. Um, okay, so let's get Roxy and see how she's doing. I don't want to go and stay with him. I like staying with my mom. It's not that I don't miss them. I just feel like mom needs me. And I think we're doing pretty good. My mom can be busy, but she's always about fun. And we have a lot of fun together. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, I take her for walks and stuff. My only issue is I'm starting school uh, next week, so I will be gone for most of the day. Mondays and Wednesdays, and I just feel like she's going to be here alone and just very lonely. That's that's what she's saying. And so for how long of a day will she be left alone? Uh, Probably about most of the day. That's my issue. And so were you thinking that for some time of the day when you were not home that you could drop her off at your ex's house? Yeah, um, probably two or three days out of the week. Okay, so she could do that but not stay with him, not stay overnight? Um, she might have to stay overnight. I'm not sure because it depends on how he is. But she may have to stay overnight. And I know after she gets spayed, she will be staying there for about two days just because uh, I won't be, I'll be in school all night and I won't oh. be able to take care of her. Did you hear what your mom said, Roxy? Is that sometimes that she's going to have to be at school at night too and so sometimes you might have to st- spend the night with your dad. I'd rather be home with mom. I just feel like she needs me. And she's going to get spayed, though, you said, right? Yeah, she's going to get spayed next month, mid-next month. Okay. So one of the things that we want to tell all the animals, and this is good for all the listeners, too, is that when you spay an animal, it's really good to let them know what's going to happen because what happens with spay and neutering, it can be really hard on the animals because – 
they don't know, like all of a sudden they, they feel fine when they go into the vet. And then when they leave the vet, they don't feel so good. They feel a little bit drugged up and they, their stomach's hurt and, um, you know, they have stitches and they get really confused. And it can be, especially rabbits, I find mostly, they get the most stressed by it. And so what we want to tell her is that she's going to go into the doctor's and that she's going to have an operation so that she can't, that she doesn't have babies, which is a really good thing because we don't want a lot of, of unwanted animals roaming around and, um, or in shelters. And that she'll probably get a drug that's going to make her feel dizzy and then she's going to go under and the vet is going to take really good care of her and make sure that she can't have babies anymore. And then when she comes out of it, she might be really dizzy and there might be really bright lights, but that's normal. And that will wear off and she's going to feel okay again. And her stomach might be a little bit sore for maybe even a week with the female. But that's normal. She's just going to have to kind of take it easy for a week to 10 days. And this is a really good thing. Okay, I'll definitely. I've been prepping her and telling her, but I'll definitely her again. Yeah, and I was just telling her then too that that's going to happen later. And okay. then Roxy, when you go, honey, you're going to you're going to stay with your dad so that he can watch over you and heal you. She's really concerned about you. She keeps saying she wants to make sure that you're okay and that you're not lonely. What do we oh, tell no, her? I'll, I'll be fine cuz I'll be going to school and I'm going to be so busy with school. I won't be lonely. At all. Yeah. I mean, I'll so, miss her, but she'll be coming back. Yeah, so we can tell her that it's okay to go and hang out with your dad and your other friend and that it's mom's going to be just fine. It's not like you're – it's almost like she feels like she's cheating on you a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Yeah, not at all, but you actually think it's a really good thing. That she I do. I, I really do. I think she needs a playmate. Yeah. Roxy, did you hear that? So when you go to your dad's and – and I think it's best, too, to just tell her that you're going to decide when it's the best time for her to go to dad's. And that okay. when you when you decide when it's time for her to go to dad's, just for her to know that you're going to be okay and that you want her to go have fun and that you are going to pick her up. And I think the important thing to know is that she wants to live with you. And so okay. we don't want to scare her at all by not telling her how long it's going to be until you pick her up. So when you drop her off, I want you to envision in your mind when you're going to pick her up. So you okay. could do, like, if it's the next day, you know, picture the day and then it turning to nightfall and then she's sleeping with your dad and then, and then or her dad. And then the next day, you know, if it's the full day again, and then you come and pick her up. And then if okay. for some if for some reason that changes and you're going to leave her like an extra day, that next day, think about her in your mind and tell her that she has one other day, that you're running late and that's okay. You want her to have fun. It's going to be one extra day until you come. Okay. That would help me a lot, she says. Okay. Oh, I'll good. definitely do it. Yeah, feel free to call back when she's been doing that, and we can ask her how her new routine is going. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Cute little girl she was. So now we are going to 
Melissa and Snoopy, you guys are on the air. Hi. Hi there, Melissa. Hi. Yes, hi. So tell me what's what's happening. You have lost Snoopy, is that right? Snoopy's passed away. Yes. Um, and I posted a picture of him. Um, a side-by-side picture of him and Molly. I talked to you in May um, after we lost Molly. We lost her in March. Um, I wanted to know, um, what he, when he was six, he went blind. Um, just It was just like sudden, and they couldn't really explain why. So I want to know what he sees, and I want to know... I want him to know that I'm sorry that I didn't know that he was so sick because he um, he just he got sick and we took him to the vet and he was in kidney failure. So um, we had to let him go. And uh, I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. And he was so young; he was only nine. It's so young. Yeah. Yes. And Molly and so, was eight, and I I want to know if he if they're together. So, and did, um, and they knew each other, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's her dad. So. Oh, he's her dad. Oh, how cool is yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so when you said that you wanted to see, you wanted to know what he sees. Did you mean that you wanted to know what he sees now in heaven, or that when what he saw when he was in life? What he sees now. Okay, in heaven. I don't know what he sees now. Yeah. Okay. okay, let's get let's get Snoopy. Well, I see a lot now. I can see my mom laughing. She holds her stomach and she laughs. That's what I want my mom to do. I want her to laugh like how she would when I was silly. Also, I want her to know something. I didn't realize either I was so sick. I had some pain. And I was feeling kind of weak. But I didn't know I was dying. I just want to say... I'm sorry I died so fast. But you know what? Heaven is awesome. Molly and I are running around. And we don't have to worry about cars. And we can run through the park. And we can run to Grandma's house. Do you know what that is? No. Is is one of your parents, you or your husband's parents, passed away? Um, my parents. They're passed away. They did. Yes, they didn't. They didn't know my dog, oh, so but maybe yeah. they do now. Yeah, they do now. So, um, what can happen, and happens a lot actually, is that our loved ones on the other side come for our animals because they love us, and um. And it's two things. When when people come into the reading, like when they say, oh, we can run to Grandma's house, there's two things in there. It's like 
One, it's Snoopy telling you that him and Molly have somebody to love him and love them in heaven and that they're being taken care of. And then Mm -hmm. it's also a message from your mom and your dad to say, you know, we're here, we're watching over your parents or we're watching over your dogs and we can still watch over you too. So it's like two messages when they, when the animals talk about that, which is really nice, I think. And one neat sort of thing about it too is that we, this is my belief, is that, that Snoopy and Molly have like this energetic pattern of what you and your life is like on earth. And when they meet your parents, your parents get to experience that energetic pattern a little bit more strong than if they just came to visit you. I mean, they can still visit, like, feel it when they come and visit you in spirit, but they get to feel it kind of closer. And the same thing with Snoopy and Molly. Your Mm -hmm. parents still hold the essence of you. So when they're with your parents, they feel that strength and that love, too. It's like being home, which is really neat. Yeah. Mom, I see fine here, he says. And Molly, she eats a lot. She loves to eat. I play play with a lot of sticks. Did he play with sticks, too, in heaven? I mean, on earth? Um, Well, when he could see, he he did. Oh, he did? Oh, so he's saying I can do those things that I did when I could see again. Oh, it's so nice. Don't worry about me, he says. If I had a dream of heaven, this would be it. And you know what? It's really soft on the paws here. There's like nothing that hurts your paws. Kind of feels like golf course grass. (laughs) So cute. Oh, does that sound like him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just want to know if he knows how much I love him. Oh, okay. It's a common question. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I do, of course. Molly says she wants to say something. Every time they think of us, their heart reaches heaven. And we can feel that strong. So when they think of us, know that we're feeling their love. Well, that is so beautiful. That's such a beautiful way to put it, I think. Aww. Aww, well, thank, thank you so you. much. For, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in today. All right. Thank you. Okay, you be well. You too. Oh, cute little Snoopy. Um, okay. So our next caller uh, is Erica. And Erica, you are on the air. Hi. Hi there. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, well, I'm calling about my cat, Sam. And... Uh, I lived in an apartment for nine years, and we discovered a few years ago that he gets—he um, would get sick every time I would leave 
for a few weeks. Um, he'd throw up a lot. We found out that it's actually chronic pancreatitis. So when he gets really stressed out, he basically gets really sick. And I have to put him on painkillers and anti-nausea meds and, oh, and whatnot. So anyway, I know it's kind of it's stressful for me too. Um, so I got a second cat about four years ago. Um, but just recently we have moved into a house with a friend, and it was hard on him at first. Um, and he's also afraid of thunderstorms. So I don't know if he knows where to hide for, from storms here yet. But anyway, he his pancreatitis acted up. Um, he got really sick. I took him to the vet, and he's doing a lot better now. But I guess my question is... Um, you know, what can I do to make him feel safe in this new house? And I want him to know that rain isn't going to hurt him, <laughs> thunder isn't going to hurt him, and I wish he would maybe rely on the other cat too because she's always fine during storms. Mm. Um, nothing bugs her too much, um, but for him, he's he's more sensitive, and then his his gut flares up and then he gets sick. So I want to try to prevent that as much as I can. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what do you feed him? What am I asking? What's what's his diet? Oh, his diet. Um. Well, the other cat has a urinary tract issue, so I'm feeding them both uh, like a Royal Canin uh, urinary tract food. That's a hard food. Hmm. You know what? I would see if you could change them to a more higher quality food, like the Stella and Chewies or Primal. It's a dehydrated raw. I would really okay. think about it because the raw can it's kind of like eating cereal. It's like bland. Yeah. And it's not really that high quality. It's factory farm chickens and byproducts and um okay. So I would and I just if you put them on a higher quality diet, both of them, their systems will sort of be more in balance. Okay. Unfortunately, our traditional cat foods and dog foods are not that great, but um, I've I know, seen, I've been worried about that for a bit, but I wasn't like, quite know, sure how to navigate that process. It has to do with what you're putting into your system, you know? So right. um, I would look into the Stella and Chewies and the Primal, and both the companies you could call and talk to them about it. I like the Primal because it has, like, apple cider vinegar and, and coconut oil and vegetables and it's just really good for them. And Stella and Chewies is pretty much just meat, which is really good too. And I often switch back and forth from the two, the dehydrated mm-hmm. raw. And you can give it to them dry or you can add a little water to it. But I would look into that. But we're going to talk to him as well too. But I would look into changing his food okay. and hers too. Sure. Okay, let's get him. He's beautiful. He's like a midnight black color. Um, he is, yes. Yeah, he's gorgeous. Okay, let's get him and see what Sam has to say. Sam, how you feeling? I'm feeling a little better. He says when he gets pancreatitis, he feels like he's going to throw up. Yep. He said he feels like he has a lot of acid in his mouth. It's like constantly dripping. And it just makes me sick. And when I feel that way, everything bothers me. So, Sam, do you realize that when it rains, sometimes it thunders and lightnings, but it's that's like way up in the sky. You can feel safe. 
you're totally safe in the house and you should look to your sister and to your mom and just look to them for guidance. And if they're not worried, you shouldn't be worried. So you should be brave. And your sister is really brave and really smart, so you should try looking at her for guidance. My whole body shudders. Like he says his whole body like shakes inside. It makes me feel sick. And then I get cramping all around my rear, which makes sense because what he's probably doing is clamping his tail down. And when he clamps mm-hmm. his tail down, um, he's getting uh, he's getting cramping in the back. What would be really good for him is to do the Tellington Touch. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's like a circular no. massage, for lack of a better word. And you could do that all the way down his back. And you could even take his tail and move his tail in little circles. You okay. can find out how to like, do it offline. Like any um, time or just when he's having stress? Well, you can do it any time. And it helps them sort of get awareness of their body, which is a really mm-hmm. a positive thing. But during um, a stressful time, it will it works with the nervous system to actually calm him down. So it would be good to do it when he's when he's nervous. Also, you can rub the gums, which is the connected to the limbic system of the brain, which is the emotional center of the brain. So rubbing the gums can help. And also, what what um, we call ear strokes, where you actually stroke mm. their ears, and you can put your thumb like in their ear almost, and the and then stroke all the way to the tip. Yeah, I've done that. that. Yeah, there's over 500 acupressure points in the ear alone, so that can help Mm. with digestion. It can help with calming the nervous system, and that would be really good to help to do them too. When you talk to him, you want to try and Mm -hmm. stay away from saying things like, don't worry, don't be scared, because whether we're conscious of it or not, Everything that we say around them and everything we think around them, we create an image in our mind and a feeling in our body for. And so okay. what what we want to do when we say something like don't worry, we actually picture the worry. Or don't be scared, we picture the, the fear. So we want to say be confident, be brave, you're safe. Where a lot of people say nothing's going to happen to you, but then they're like, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you're safe, you know, and then tell him what to do. And then, you know, a lot of a lot of you've heard me talk about the calming signals, and this is so important. Calming signals are body language that animals use to calm themselves, communicate with other animals, and sometimes they use these calming signals to communicate with us. And some of them are blinking of the eyes, looking and looking away, licking their mouth, yawning, sitting down, lying down, stretching, fake grooming, like licking a shoulder, um, coming to you at an arc. And those are all really positive. When he starts to close his mouth and his eyes get really wide, right, and mm-hmm. he's getting fearful, what we can do then is tell him, blink your eyes, lick, loosen your mouth. And then when he okay. does them, praise him. And that will also teach him that he can rely on those own signals himself. Okay. Did you hear that, Sam? What do you think about all that? I think that it sounds good, but it's hard. Do you know, Sam, if you learn those calming signals more, and maybe you and Mo could do them back and forth to one another, you and your sister, 
then maybe you'll be able to calm yourself more when you're stressed. So really look to your sister to see if she's doing those signals and then you can learn those signals too. Sometimes when I stretch, it hurts my shoulders. So he's like really tense in his body, so body work would be really good on him. Okay. And it was interesting, too, the first week, like, we moved to the new house, he also was hissing at his sister for a while. Like, he, he, um, when I take her to the vet and bring her back, she smells different, so he's weird for, like, two or three days. But this time it took about ten days, I think, for him to get used oh to her again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And I'm just like, sweetie, what? what she, you've lived with her for four years. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, so one of the things that you can do, too, is tell him, like, your sister's going to the vet, and she's, you know, going to get checked out for her urinary, and then she's coming back. Why are you getting so... There are a lot of animals do that, but when they're, like, when they have issues in their own body, oftentimes they don't have the ability to make really smart decisions, and to really mm. reason and think things through because they're internalized in their body. And so they're thinking okay. about their pain in their body and, oh, my gosh, she's different. And, oh, my gosh, she smells different. And stay away from me. When really, you know, you can just say, like, you're healthy. Like, affirmations for him would be really great. So to say okay. things like, my body is well-balanced and ha- and healthy. I lick and yawn to calm myself. And just see if you can make some affirmations up. I do them with my animals all the time, and I'll, like, sing them to them and just make it really fun and start thinking about, like, making life really fun for him and just, like, instead of, like, coddling the behavior, kind of make it fun and upbeat, like, no big deal, like, you know, here's your singing affirmation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, Sam? And then, like, if your sister leaves to go to the vet, like, just chill out. Blink your eyes and lick and yawn. He says she wants to tell me about everything that she saw and experienced, and I don't want to hear it. So maybe what you have to know is that when he when she goes to the vet, she's going to get healthier. She's going to get checked out by her doctor. So that's a positive thing. I don't want to hear that she got stuck by a needle. Maybe that's a urine analysis, you know? Um, yeah. Well, because, yeah, last time she was having, I think, anal gland issues, too. So. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so, yeah. like, we that her butt was squeezed. That's <laughs> probably know? what she was telling yeah, me. that's trauma of my own. Don't be telling me your trauma. <laughs> Sam, it's okay, little love bug. You go there to get healthy. You go there to get healthy. You know, I always say this to everyone, but they could both use a chiropractic adjustment. Mm-hmm. Because especially if she's having anal gland issues, because that could help her whole spine and help her whole digestion. And it could help him with his fear, too. So something to think mm-hmm. about. But also getting a book or a DVD on the Tellington Touch and doing that on his body, too. And okay. working on the signals. Yeah, feel free to call back in a couple of weeks or a month and see how he's doing. We'll check in with him. Okay, thank you so much. Sure. Bye, Sam. <laughs> Bye. Okay, so who is next? Um, we are going to take 
Lisa, if I can find her. And here Hello. is Lisa. Hi, Hi Lisa. Laura. Hi. How are you doing? Oh, okay. Just Miss Nike. Um, I I need to tell you a few things. We have five other dogs, okay? All of rescues, Laura. Nike was a rescue except for two, which are his two sons that we still have. And Nike was the closest to me. He was my little companion, my little buddy. And when I lost him, I'm just, I'm having a hard time dealing with it and even interacting with my other dogs. I need to know he's okay. Oh, and so you're having a hard time interacting with with your other dogs. How come? Why do you think? I just miss Nike so much. I think I'm afraid to get close to the other dogs now, you know? Mm. Um, It's department for me. I can usually move move past a lot of things in my life. I've gone through a lot for some mm-hmm. reason. It just hit me so hard. I don't think I've ever been hit harder than this with the loss of an animal. Lost a lot of them. Oh, how sad. Okay, let's talk to Nike. You said you posted his picture on Facebook, huh? When, I when just did you... posted it again. Oh, you did? Within 10 minutes ago, yes. Okay, I'm going to look for it again. He looks a little bit like Stormy. He does? He you know, does. You know, Stormy's an Aussie, too. I know, I know. When I first saw him, in fact, that's how I found you. I saw a picture of Stormy. Oh, oh my did? goodness, Nike, look. <laughs> how neat is that? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't he see little so Nike picture, unfortunately. Oh, I, I put but, it at Pet Psychic Radio Facebook. Yeah, and, okay, well, that's okay. Um... That's okay. We'll just go right to talk to him. And he's black and white? Is that his coloring? Yes. He had four oh. little white paws and a little white um, chest, little breast. The rest was black. That does sound like Stormy. Okay. Hold on. Let me get Nike. Mom, you don't have to be so sad. I have this nice man with me. No. And he's stroking me a lot. And he's telling me I don't need to be sad either. He always has meat in his pocket. And he says that he's really good with woodwork and he's building him something. Do you know who that is? My dad, maybe? Oh, did your dad work with wood? My dad did a lot of things in his life, but um, oh, he, he, worked, he lived in Louisiana where Nike was originally from. Oh. I've got to tell you something else, Mom. Here in heaven, you can walk with me. And I can see the future. And in the future, I see you really happy and swimming. Do you swim? 
I love to swim. I love to oh. swim. I have fibromyalgia, and he knows I used to live in the swimming pool practically. Oh, so he can. He says that he sees you in the future swimming again and being healthy. Oh, he just started going in the water himself this past year. Oh, he did. How cool is that? I know. He saw a ricochet. <laughs> He says, Mom, I can help you be healthy. Oh, that would be wonderful. He says, when you're feeling sick, I want you to think of me going for a walk with you and then you swimming. And as you feel that, you'll be able to feel my fur in your hands. And you'll feel light coming up your feet, and you'll start to feel more exuberant. But, but Mom? Oh, I used to pet him a lot. Oh, he's saying something else to you. He's saying, Mom, if you think bad things, you'll have a harder time getting better. He's right. So if you start thinking something bad... Think about me and think about love. Oh, how cute is that? Oh. It's really interesting because he really wants you to think about the future as being bright, you know, and being healthy. Because I know that feeling of, like, being sick or being around someone who's sick and feeling like, oh, my gosh, like, this is just the way it's going to be. But he's really, like, trying to put in your head that, like, you are walking forward. You are moving forward. And that's, like, the image of you walking with him. It's, like, you are moving. You are in motion. And that health is something that you can attain if you keep, like, thinking positive and moving in that direction and that you'll have healing from the other side, which is really, to me, it's really comforting to know that, and I really believe it, that they can really shower us with that kind of light when we feel darkness. Right. So. I, I find it so odd that you tapped into that because Nike used to lay in my bed with me days when I didn't feel like getting up sometimes, and I would just hug him and say, wow, Nike, is it ever going to change, baby? Is it ever going to feel better? That is so remarkable. I thank you. Oh. Can I ask him something else? My husband was with him right after he was hit, and he laid down with him. Would you talk to Randy, my husband? He needs to ask you what you think. So, wait, Andy, your husband is is where? Right here with me. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, of course. Right, one moment. This is Randy. Hello, Laura. Hi, Randy. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm sorry to hear about Nike. Yeah, you know, I wanted to know if um if Nike heard me telling him he's okay in it. Oh. Okay, let's let's ask Nike. Hold on. Dad, I sure did. <laughs> you were really firm with me. Yeah. If I doubted for a moment, you were really steady. 
I got to tell you something, Dad. God put you there with me. Because you're so strong. And I want you to know, you helped me be free. You helped me go. And Dad, you know what I think is funny? You tell pretty good jokes. (laughs) Do you? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, that's great, Randy. Yeah, he he is a very, very good dog. We miss him so much. Oh, I'll bet you do. It's a hard thing to lose him, that's for sure. It is never easy, even for me. It's not easy. Yeah. All right, Randy. You guys we be thank well. you very much. You're All welcome. All right, we thank you. For, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. You have a great day. Aw, so sweet. Okay. So now we are going to who? We are going to Lauren. Lauren, you are on the air. Hi. Hey, Lauren. Um, you. Uh, we talked to you. I think it was last year with our Chihuahua Samson, I and then remember. we got another dog named Max last year. And we're just wondering, kind of, how they feel about each other. Okay. And um, if Samson is happy with his new friend, and why Max barks so much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, she has let's a lot to say. And their picture is on Facebook too. And what are they? The little Pomeranians? Are they long haired Chihuahuas? What are they? Samson's a long haired Chihuahua and Max is the Pomeranian. Oh, perfect. Okay, <laughs> super cuteness. All right, we're going to talk to Samson first. So, Samson, what do you think about your new friend? I think finally somebody's pretty smart. I mean, he's kind of smart. He's not like a stupid dog at all. I got to tell you something. When I run around, he watches me, and he thinks I'm the coolest dog ever. (laughs) And then he says, do you know... It's important to have a good friend. If you have a so-so friend, it's kind of fun. But if you have, like, an awesome friend, it's, like, really comforting. And I just want to tell my mom that I am so happy. So cute. So cute. Okay, let's see how Max is doing. Max, how are you doing with your new home, honey? He says, what are we talking about? (laughs) He says, where am I? I'm at my house. Talking into the computer and talking to you in my head. But why don't I smell you? I don't understand. It's kind of like can never you hear your mom, your mom talking to you? Sometimes when they talk to you in their head, 
you hear them? Yeah, I do hear them. It's the same thing. But they talk with their hands and eyes. That's interesting because he's saying that you guys talk to him using like like when you look at him and touch him. Yeah. <laughs> Is he like? Does he like to be touched? Yeah, he loves to be touched. And what about his eye contact? Does he really look at you? Yes. Oh, isn't that interesting? So he thinks like in order to really talk that you have to like look at at each other in the eyes. Oh yeah, he does. He makes very intense eye contact. Yeah, no, honey, you don't have to. You can do it just in your head and in your heart. Well, I gotta say something. I think I need a new brush. <laughs> My brush kind of hurts me. Oh. You brush it. Brush. So I guess we need to get him a new one. He came with a brush. <laughs> Oh, they told me that he really likes that brush. Yeah. No way. That is hysterical. Oh, my God. So, hey, Max, honey, they said that you, when you came, when you got that brush, that you liked that brush. They don't know anything. <laughs> I like the kind of brush that's much softer. I do like being brushed, though. He loves if being you, brushed. If you do it right. It's got to go gentle strokes and rhythmic. Don't go all over the place. <laughs> He's not barking right now, which is really funny, but we're we're so curious, like, why he barks so much at nothing, it seems like. Max, honey, why are you barking so much? Because your people would really like you to be more quiet and maybe do licking and yawning and blinking your eyes instead of barking. And you don't always have to know what everything is. Do you know that? I bark to say there's a big dog in here. Like a really big dog. And I say, don't touch my people. I can protect them. Does he seem like he does that? Like he's protective? Yeah, he's very protective. That's definitely, we can tell it. that's what it is. And but so, um, even with people that he knows, he'll bark at them a lot in the beginning, and then he'll kind of settle down once they come in the house or the office. But he's very oh, territorial and protective. But he's he the sweetest dog. Like he would never bite anyone, but he will run up to you like he's going to bite you. Oh, uh, you know, Max, I think it would be better if you used your brain a little bit more and just thought a little bit more about who you were barking at. And maybe lick and yawn and look away and take a couple of breaths and then decide if you think you should be barking or not. I think you're reacting a little bit too much. Okay, so see if you can try and do change a little bit and just be a little bit more quiet because sometimes your barking is inappropriate. Like when you have a friend come over and you know them, you don't need to bark at them. You could just be quiet when they come in. So lick and yawn and blink your eyes and be quiet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really like to be quiet too often. Honey, it's good for you, though, all right? Be really smart. You might surprise yourself. You might surprise yourself that you get even smarter. 
you're already really smart, but you might get surprise yourself and get even smarter. You know what I'm sort of thinking? Is soda tasty for humans? Because maybe I could have a soda. <laughs> Do you drink soda? April does. I don't no. think he's ever tried soda. No, sweetheart, I don't think soda's good for you. That wouldn't be a good doggy treat. <laughs> what about cheese? <laughs> I like cheese. <laughs> and I could eat cereal bowls. Anything out of a cereal bowl, which is any food in a in a bowl. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you have, have to let us know if he quiets down. I will. I'll let you know. It's so funny because yeah. he's just kind of staring at us so quietly right now. Oh, well, he is. He's paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Keeps just telling him that the smartest dogs are quiet when people come in, unless it's like a real intruder. Right. You know? And he can start to learn what a real intruder is. But tell him that the smartest dogs are quiet and to lick and yawn and and be quiet instead. Will do. We will keep you posted, and we're happy that Samson likes his new friend. Me too. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much. We'll keep in Hi. touch. You're welcome. Okay. Be well. Bye. Bye. Okay. So we are going to take probably one more caller. We're going to take... Cheryl, if I can find you. Uh oh, can't find you. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I can't find Cheryl, so we're going to. Can I find? God, you know, Diane. Diane, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you. Good. So, tell us, um, what are you calling about? Who are you calling about? I'm calling about my dog, Jingles. I was able to post a picture of her on your Facebook page. Oh, neat. Um, okay. I'm What's blind, how? and I have about 1% vision, which is shadow vision. And Jingles is my guide dog. Oh, cool. And I love her dearly. And she's my best friend. And she's my eyes. And when she's working, she's 100% spot on. She's perfect and works so hard to keep me safe and take me where I want to go. And when she's off harness, she's 100% four-and-a-half-year-old Labradoodle, a lab. Black Lab. Mm-hmm. And right now, I told her that I was hoping that we would talk to you and that we had to listen. So she's laying right next to me, looking at me and listening. Um, I just have one question, uh, two questions. How does she feel about being my guide dog? Is this oh. the kind of work she wanted for her life? Oh, good and question. 
we'll ask that one first. Okay. And then the other one is? Um, she is the world's happiest dog, and when she greets people, sometimes she will jump or pull. And although I use the commands from our guide dog school training, um, her exuberance, sometimes she doesn't hear the commands. So I would just like if you could tell her that jumping and pulling is not such a good idea because she can actually pull me over. Okay, let's get to so I tried to send her pictures of, yeah, I, you know, four yeah. on the ground, her feet yeah. on the ground, and um, try not great. to tell her don't, um, and praise her when she just does her good sit. Good. Uh, so I just okay. wanted to know let's what get, she had to say about it. Yeah, let's get Jingles. Beautiful black lab. Okay. Jingles, honey, are you listening to your mom? How, what do you think about being her therapy dog? It's so cool that you can be her eyes. What do you think about that? I think that it fulfills my sole purpose. When I was in heaven, I saw my mom. And I said, I want to work with that person. And the reason why I wanted to work with her because she has a kind heart. And she's really clear. And she lets me be a dog. Because in my last life, I was a therapy dog. But I never got to be a dog. <laughs> and that made me super sad. Okay. So an angel helped me pick my mom. Which is really neat. You know, I don't hear that that often. I mean, sometimes they do talk about, like, picking their people, and I really believe that that happens, but not all the animals are conscious that they did that. You know, it's wow. like it's like people, we supposedly, we pick our parents, too, on the other side yeah. when, we, when we come down, but we're not all conscious that we do that. We don't ever remember that, you know. I mean, some of us do, I guess, but not all of us, and and I think it's really neat that she she remembers that, and it probably does tie into the reason of why she's jumping on people, you know, that she feels like she does have that freedom in this life, and that uh-huh. she feels like she can because she's not going to get scolded too bad, but we still right. have to explain to her the importance of, like, of why that's not okay. Oh, her head is straight up. She is listening intently. Oh, she did. She says, you know what I want to tell my mom? That I'm so happy I can see for you. That's and great. And I will always keep you safe. Oh, she does. I just, she says she just doesn't want to stop learning. I know. She's a big, she's a challenge. Well, you she's know so what she smart. wants to do? She wants to go to dance class. You know, like, free, <laughs> that freestyle? Okay. Could you do Because she goes like to my exercise class. She goes to my swimming class. Well, I wonder if she's talking. She wants to do that dance class where you dance with the dog. It's oh. like freestyle. Okay. That would be cool. Mom, okay. Maybe, maybe mom will look into that, Jingles. I will. 
I will. Because the only thing that makes me sad is that after leaving school, I have her for two and a half years. When we were at school, she played with all of her classmates. Oh. And she had a lot of dog friends. And now, where I am, she doesn't have any dog friends to run and play with. Oh. And um, I just wish I could let her run more. Yeah, she says she wants dog friends. So listen, Jingles, I'm going to have to close up soon here because we've got uh, we got to do Stormy's words of wisdom before the end of the show. But Jingles, okay. I want you to listen to me, honey. I want you to try harder about listening to your mom. All fours on the ground, okay? It's so important. You could knock people over. You could really hurt people, okay? If you jump on them, you could really, really hurt them. So all fours on the ground. And mom can still let you be a dog, but you can still be a dog with all fours on the ground, really important to listen to your mom's commands. Okay, sweetheart? I understand. Let's go find some dogs. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So funny. Well, you got to call us back and let us know. And if you do that freestyle, call us back. And I would love to keep talk to her about that, too. How I'm going to look that? into that. I'm going to find it. And I will definitely let you know. I love it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye now. Okay. So we just have a few more minutes, and I want to talk a little bit about Stormy because um, a lot of people have been concerned about Stormy lately. They look like they say that he's my Australian shepherd, for all of you that are just tuning in. He does words of wisdom at the end of the show. And a lot of people have been writing me, asking me if he's okay, like what's going on with his hair, and he looks tired recently. I just want everyone to say to everyone, thank you so much for um, for thinking about Stormy and asking about him. And he's doing really well. He's a little sore from his ultrasound that he had a couple of weeks ago, but his ultrasound all turned out positive. And his hair is like that because I shaved him too much when he was younger because of the foxtails and it damaged the hair follicles so now it kind of grows and kind of funky but stormy really doesn't care and neither do i so that's why he's got that funky hairdo we say he's kind of like a punk rocker and um stormy's just been so happy about all the people that have been writing into him and talking about him and i just want to i just want to read one email that somebody sent and it's um, it's good for this for the words of wisdom today. She says, it's been a while since we talked. The cats miss you. I was reading your blog and was struck so profoundly by Stormy's quotes. And she, we say it below. Please thank him and all of your animals for sharing their wisdom with us. Whenever I'm going through a difficult time, I've taken to reading yours and others' blogs to hear from the animals. It always grounds me and gets me out of my head. So now here is what Stormy said. It is important to see yourself as a light. The brighter you express your light, the more beings are affected by your radiance. If you feel dark, shelter yourself. It only takes a few moments to rest and allow the light to radiate again. Everyone has light in them. Some people ignore it. Be the light. And let's leave that with Stormy's words of wisdom. Thanks, everybody, for listening in today. Talk to the animals.